my cross bore so I could live in the freedom you died for. And now my life is yours, and I will see of your goodness forevermore. Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve
Praise your name. Praise your name. 
receive tonight. I believe he's just drawing us into his love tonight. He's drawing us in to more intimacy with him.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, we stand in awe of you here today, Lord. We stand in awe of you tonight, Lord. You alone are worthy of our praise. You're worthy of our worship. And Lord, we just shower you with our adoration tonight. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. You alone are worthy to break the seals and open the scroll. You alone are worthy, Lord, to receive all glory, all praise, all honor. And we ascribe it all to you tonight, Jesus. We pray that you would receive the reward of your suffering, Lord. That you would receive that reward, Lord, of praise, worship, adoration poured out. You deserve, Jesus. Only you deserve. Hallelujah. 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 We stand in awe of you, Lord. We stand in awe of you. Oh, we stand in awe of you, Jesus. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. Come on, pour it out, pour it out, pour it out. Holy. Holy. Holy is the King. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. We join with the chorus of heaven, God. We join with the chorus of heaven tonight. All of heaven resounds with the sounds of worship, the sounds of praise, the sounds of adoration. We mount up with wings tonight, Lord. We mount up with wings tonight in the glory. In the glory, in the glory, in the glory. Ho, Shikarabosambaya. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we're not going to let those Asbury students out worship us. Hallelujah. Blessed be his name. 
Blessed be his name. Blessed be his name. We exalt Jesus, the high priest, tonight. We invite, exalt Jesus, the propitiation of our sins tonight. We exalt Jesus, the one who laid down his life, who laid down his life for the sins of mankind, for the sins of mankind. Only you could have done it, Lord. Only you could have done it. Only you could have paid my price. And that's why you're worthy. You're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy. Pour it out, Lord. Pour it out, Lord. Pour it out, Lord. Praise goes up. The glory comes down. Worship goes up. The glory comes down. Pour it out tonight in Jesus' name. Lord, I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to know you. Come by the fellowship of your say yes. I say, Lord, if I can taste of that resurrection glory, if it's got to come by way of the cross, I say yes and amen. I take up my cross. I follow my king. Oh, I see him. I see him. I see him. I see him on that road to Golgotha. I see him on that road to that hill called Calvary. I see him on that road. I say, if it was good for him, it's good for me. If it was good for my master, I will be his disciple. I will be his follower. I will follow the way of the cross. I will follow the way of laying down my life. God, I lay down my life that you might raise it up once again in the likeness of your power, in the likeness of your resurrection. God, let me be a lay-down lover. Let me be an instrument in your hand. Let me be like a lightning rod in your hand. Let me so embrace the cross of Jesus that I would be like a lightning rod. I would draw the resurrection lightnings of heaven to my life, to my ministry. Let there be none of self. Let there be none of self-centeredness. Let narcissism in the age of social media die in me, God. Let it die, let it die, let it die, let it die, let it die. There's something about this nameless, faceless generation, and it's not that they'll throw their, you know, their passport out and they won't be able to get through an airport because they have no ID. No, it's about they would so exalt Jesus that Jesus would so be glorified through their lives and through their ministries that people would so see Jesus that they would they would forget even at times, who was that? I just saw Jesus tonight. Uh, who was it that preached the message tonight? I don't even know. I don't even remember because I heard the voice of God so clear. 
I heard such a resounding, a resounding voice from the throne of God. That is the beauty and the blessing of uh, the spirit and power of Elijah, of the John the Baptist ministry of making straight the crooked path uh, of the Lord, to make straight, to make ready a people prepared for the coming of the Lord. That is a blessed part of that ministry, that I might decrease, that he might increase. <laughs> Amen. Less of me, more of you, Jesus. Less of me, more of you, Jesus. How many guys, that's your heart's cry tonight? Come on, give the Lord a mighty shout. Hallelujah. We say yes, Lord. Yes, in Jesus' name. Wow. You can be seated in this room here tonight. I don't know about you, but I feel some revival, fiery, glory stuff. Hey. Oh. I feel like, ah, uh, never mind. Hey. I saw a guy do that one time in Africa. He just slung the water bottle. And, uh, you know, God does some crazy things sometimes and signs and wonders. And we all looked, and everywhere the water hit, there was gold popping up out of the carpet. I'm like, whoa, what was that? And, uh, of course, they're all checking the water bottles. Is there something in there? <laughs> there was nothing in there. God just likes to do signs that make you wonder sometimes, right? Hey, I like what Bobby Connor says. He'll, uh, he'll uh, offend your mind to reveal your heart, right? Signs and wonders are, are great for that. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and uh, step out right now, just launch into the people here tonight. How many get ready for that? And then I'm going to tell you testimonies of what God's doing right now, years ago, now, within the last, you know, 30 days, within the last few weeks, um, because God really is pouring out. Just like Pastor was talking about, God really is pouring out. And it's so beautiful because I believe it's going to be a mercy move for America. Can I hear an amen? It's going to be a mercy move because we really don't deserve it. <laughs> we really don't deserve it. But he is so merciful and he is so kind. He's going to stretch forth his hand and he's going to show himself strong on behalf of his people. And he's going to empower the gospel of the kingdom, the work of the gospel of the kingdom in this hour from sea to shining sea, from coast to coast in this nation. Like I believe, like we've never seen before. Amen. And that's not just spitfire revival talk. I really believe that. I really believe that. And I'm speaking with conviction tonight based on what I'm hearing from heaven, but also what I'm seeing here on the earth. I'm seeing God back his word. I'm seeing God release what he's promised for many years. And it's exciting. Uh, but uh, I see right now in the spirit how. There's someone that has an issue uh, with your elbow. So there's two elbows, I think, that are going to be healed tonight. But right now, it feels like someone fell down and just whacked their elbow, almost like they were trying to catch themselves. I know we don't have ice here, but hey, didn't it snow here like a few weeks ago or something or close to here? I was in California driving through the snowpocalypse. I drove down from Spokane to Los Angeles, and by the time I hit the mountains of Nevada, it was like wide out flurry from hell. And I was like, if I can just make it to sunny California, I'll be okay. Wrong. I hit a little place called Death Valley Mountains or something like that. I'm like, this is not good, Lord. This is not, you know, good name for a, you know, a valley. 
And uh, I grew up, I was born and raised in Alaska, and I kid you not, the worst snowstorm I've ever been in in my life in California. I mean, that's just not right. And, uh, you know, I am a prophetic minister, so I see a lot of angelic activity, a lot of signs and wonders. And over the years, there's some weird stuff that's happened, right, when those angels get to moving. <laughs> and I kid you not, it snowed all the way into Los Angeles. And I was telling pastor before the meeting, that there are places that hit Southern California with snow that had not seen snow in 60 years. Why is that important? Because 60 years ago, you had a little thing going on in California called the Jesus Revolution, called the Jesus People Movement. And uh, for whatever reason, say over the last 100 years, a lot of stuff that has global ramifications for the outpouring of God uh, 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 begins in California. I don't know if you guys have known that, but many things begin in California. It's interesting. Jesus said from the rising of the sun east to the setting in the west, right, as far west as you can go is California before you hop over the ocean and you hit the east, right? So there's something about California that marks the end of an age. Even the end of the preaching of the gospel era, I believe, in the, the Gentile dispensation, whatever you want to call it, and God, like over the last hundred years, has done things in California. There's things that have, have been released out of California has gone around the world. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I saw that sign, and someone messaged me, and they said, Stephen, snow is a purifier. Snow takes contaminants out of the air and purifies it in a way like nothing else does. <laughs> and I just believe with all my heart that where sin has abounded, grace is about to much more abound. Amen? <laughs> we saw people... Multiple people, multiple testimonies of people healed of STDs on this last tour. Sexually transmitted disease. There were two people in one service that were healed of genital herpes. Uh, completely just disappeared in the glory. Uh, there was another church I went into. It was actually in California. And uh, I called a, a man up, and the Lord showed me how he had contracted an STD uh, through sexual sin, even though he was married, right? And uh, very, very interesting, I prophesied over him, and, you know, the Bible says love covers, right? So I'm not one of these prophets that will just call out your sin in front of everybody, right? I'll, uh, you know, try to, you know, amend it a little bit. I'll be like, you're struggling in an intimate area, and the Lord's going to heal you if you repent. So this young man repented, and the pastor was blown away. He's like, do you know what you were talking about? I'm like, yeah, I know what I was talking about, you know, afterwards. But once again, we had this word about this STD and this sexual sin and repent and the Lord's going to heal you. And we had multiple miracles in that area. And I think it's something about it because there was this guy named Lonnie Frisbee in California that God used to spark both the Jesus People Movement and the Vineyard Movement. I mean, two moves of God inside of 10 years, and he died of HIV. He died of AIDS. Some people, I don't know the full story, but some people said it was because he backslid. He went back to a certain lifestyle, right? But there's just something that God's doing right now, saints, where the Lord says, we've never seen a time in human history where there's been a generation, a, a group of people on the planet that have been more threatened by spirits of sexual perverseness, by spirits of sexual abomination. How many guys would agree with that statement? <laughs> I know things were bad in ancient, uh, you know, the ancient world, right? And there's always been things that have been bad, but they've never had the pornographic industry with its power and all the spirits that are involved with the internet and all that, right? <laughs> so I believe the Lord is saying that I am about to meet the challenges of this generation, greatest challenges ever, with great power in this area. 
I'm not only going to grant unto them grace that they might repent, but I'm going to heal thousands of them. I'm going to heal millions of them of some of the most grotesque things that they've contracted through their abominable lifestyles. And the Lord's going to cleanse them, just like I saw that snow coming down. I mean, there's literally, I'm driving, there's snow coming down on the Hollywood sign. And I'm like, Lord, cleanse this nation. Cleanse this nation. Heal this nation. <laughs> Miracles. So many signs and wonders. So many things that God's doing right now. I'm going to get more into that in a minute. But uh, where are you? Who needs a miracle in their left elbow? Did that make sense? I felt it was over here on this side. Uh, we got a few. You back there, did you fall down and hit it? Hasn't healed? Or, All right, just come here. Come here. I could get some of the details mixed up sometimes. Uh, there's somebody else as well, another lady, I believe. You fell down. You hit your elbow. It hasn't healed. I'm thinking something like three, four years. Oh, shinkara bashamba bayam. Now, are you the, the pelvis word that I got as well? The tailbone pelvis word? Just your left elbow. Okay, I'm going to pray for you one second. But there's also someone, you fell down, you hurt your pelvis or your tailbone. Uh, it hasn't been right for many years. So if that's you, just come up. It's a lady, I believe, okay? <laughs> I believe the Lord's going to touch you. Come here. <clears throat> so what happened now? I don't know. I've just been like for two weeks off and on when I fall asleep. Sleep and it hurts and is this giving you issues. Once the left elbow, the left elbow, yep, right oh, there. Come on, just lift your hands in the name of Jesus, right now, right now, right now. We just command that elbow be healed in Jesus' name, right now, right now, right now. We command all pain go in Jesus' name, right now, right now, right now, in Jesus' mighty name. Oh, shambara just go ahead and hold your arms straight for a second. Just hold them straight, just like this, right there. I'll have you tested in a second. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We release your healing virtue, Lord, in Jesus' name. We just release the spirit here right now. We come against torment right now. You are who God says you are. You can do what God says you can do. And God's going to have his way, not only in you, but in your loved ones and your family. Keep praying the prayers, decreeing the decrees. Decree a thing, it shall be established, says the Lord. <laughs> Keep praying the Psalms. I feel that you're someone that's going to pray the Psalms, hallelujah, over your family, over your life. And there's many of those Psalms that are Messianic Psalms, so they literally tie right into who you are as the body of Christ. Hey, shambabayambarabaya. But think not for a moment that just because you've gone through a season where you've had to contend for many years, maybe even decades, think not for a moment that God is a man that he should lie. He meant what he said. He meant the promises, and he has the power to perform the promises in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just release that anointing. We just say elbow, be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You can go ahead and move it now. Hey, thank you, Lord. I just started doing devotionals this week in the book of Psalms. You just started doing devotionals in the book of Psalms. Book of Psalms. There's a reason for it. Pay close attention to the Messianic Psalms because they deal with brokenness. They deal with suffering, but also great power, great power. And there's nothing that you're facing now in your life or in your family that the power of God cannot overcome. And the power of God cannot bring you through. Let's go ahead and squeeze my hand here. You notice any difference with that elbow since we prayed? just a little sharp pain but a little sharp pain it's 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 loosening up in the name of jesus in the name of jesus we command it touch in jesus name right now whoa hallelujah what just happened 
It was fire. You felt fire? Hey, I felt it too. Bam, in Jesus' name. Go and be healed in Jesus' name. We'll check here later. Pelvis, come here. How many years ago did you fall on it? Um, it has been several years from, yeah. from hiking. I slipped and landed on some rocks. Still gives you issues? Um, somehow, this ankle, this, sometimes water kind of builds up on my, my knee right here. Yeah. I know it's from that. It's from that, where there's circulation issues or just uh, retaining water issues. Hey, um, the Lord's also, I believe, going to touch your hip and your lower back as well. Is it the left hip or is it the right? It's kind of this way right now. It's that way? Okay, I feel it right here. Just put your hand right here. If I could have a lady come behind here and just from this right side, put your hand on her lower back area. I just believe a jolt of Holy Ghost electricity is going to go through you right now. How many guys want to believe with me for that? Ho! in Jesus' name. I command you be healed. Touch in Jesus' name. I command that pelvis be made whole. Hips, knees, pelvis, loose in Jesus' name. Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. In Jesus' mighty names. Nerves, activate in Jesus' name. Man, it's getting hot up here. Hallelujah. Woo. You feel that? Oh, she feels it. Hey. Touch, 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 touch. Bam! In Jesus' name. Hey, I made no contact. So, hey. Whoa. Keep fanning the flames, Lord. Keep fanning the flames. In Jesus' name. Do your work. As the fire hits your knees and as the fire hits your joints, we just speak loose to the circulation in the mighty name of Jesus flowing from your heart. Throwing, uh, flowing through your blood vessels, flowing through your arteries. In Jesus' name, I command all that water retention issue. Go! In Jesus' name. Oh, Ramasambrabaya. Right now, right now, right now. Now, right when I said go, in Jesus' name, right there, I saw that the Lord wants to open someone's right ear right now. That's not you, is it? Hey. And she's just like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, is that a yes? Is that a no? Ah, ah. Uh, somebody over here, your right ear, your right ear. Shikalabashambaya. And uh, also, I just saw it in the spirit. Well, there's a lot of injuries being healed tonight, a lot of trauma injuries. Someone fell, hit the back of your head, and it's never been right ever since. Okay? That's not you, is it? Okay, sometimes it's the person up here, so I have to ask. I just keep picking stuff up. Um, but someone, you've fallen and you've hit the back of your head, and you probably had some sort of mega concussion or something. But it was a bad one, I think, and the Lord wants to touch you. Hey, what's happening? I'm just hot. Hey, it's the healing anointing. Hey, uh, I believe, uh, well, that you're being healed. How many guys want to believe with me for that? Hey, go and be healed. Bam, in Jesus' name. Ooh, hallelujah. I just felt something crunch. Did you feel that? Yes. Something, I just went bam, and I felt something went. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> She's being healed right now. You didn't need a miracle in your shoulder, did you? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you just need an overhaul. Hey, overhaul, overhaul, overhaul. Hey, bam. You just stay right there, honey, under the glory. Come here. Are you the back of the head or the ear? You're both. Okay, so that was for, for you. Uh, how about the – here, take one more step forward. Forgive me, I get a little Holy Ghost ADD sometimes. I'm like, enunciate, Stephen. Slow down. Enunciate. Oh, uh, come over here. Come over here. Come over here to clean pastures here. 
Stand here. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to ask you a question. Hey, the back of the head, what happened? Uh, I was in a rollover accident in a minivan, and my friend's car became dislodged from the van, and something hit me in the back of the head. And your I friend's car or your friend became dislodged? Seat became dislodged from the car and hit you in the back of the head. Hit me in the back of the head and I lost consciousness. Now you see, one second here. You see, that one was a vision. I saw it. A lot of my words of knowledge, I feel, Pastor. I just feel them very strongly, either in my body physically or I feel impressed. That one was a vision. So me and Pastor, we were talking glory shop, you know, before the meeting here. Like, how does it work? How do you see this? Right? That's how I saw that one. Oh, hallelujah. So now, so you had the back of the head, and this has given you ongoing issues? How many years ago was this? This was uh, something like 25, 30 years ago. Wow. I love the ones that have been like multiple decades, not because I'm celebrating like your pain for all that time, but because it's so extraordinary when God reaches down and removes in a moment what you've been dealing with for a huge part of your life. I believe that's going to happen tonight. You believe that? Absolutely. Who wants to believe that with me? Hey! I want to tell you that my my I've had like subtle issues with my ears, mostly my right, uh -huh. but over the past two days they've magnified. Magnified, I'm telling you, the devil doesn't like it when you're about to be healed. <laughs> Take one more step forward. Um, do you have an issue with one of your feet or your ankle? Uh, yeah, that that foot, the right one. That's where I feel it. What happened there? Did it get broken or something? Or? No, not not no, not broken. Just uh, I have. A neuroma. I get neuroma pain there. I've got some instability. Neuroma. I feel the Lord. The Lord says He's going to heal your foot tonight. Your right foot. <laughs> Whoa. Now, last question, and then I'm going to smack you with the anointing. Hallelujah. Oh, you feel that? It's a lot of glory. Oh, I'm trying to ask it. Oh, the right ear. Is it connected to the accident? Or what was the right ear? I realize tonight it is. It is. See, it's all trauma. We just break right now. Oh. Close your eyes. We break off the spirit of trauma right now with all of its associated disorders and conditions and ongoing symptoms now. And we say, in the name of Jesus, I command your ear, your head, your body, your foot, loose in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name right now in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost. She's being healed right now. How many guys believe it? She's being healed right now. <laughs> Don't let her get out of here. I want to interview her when she gets up. Hallelujah. All right, come here. Come here. You see, this is what happens, Pastor, is it starts off with a little dabble, do you? It starts off with a little gift of the Spirit. Then the gift of faith comes in. It's like, oh, man, everything's happening tonight. Hallelujah. You guys feel that? It's the faith of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's just coming down out of heaven right now. Just take it for yourself. It's not mine. It's Jesus's. Amen. It's Jesus's own faith. Now, uh, before you tell me what you have, do you have the nerve condition that affects the nerve endings at all? I don't know. You don't know? It would be like shingles or something where you get pain in the ends of the nerve endings a lot. You would know what I'm talking about. Uh, once in a while. It could be neuropathy. Yeah, I don't really pay attention, to tell you the truth. You don't really pay attention? <laughs> Is there some sort of nerve condition? Some sort of nerve condition? The reason I'm asking is if it doesn't go off like a bang, it's someone else. There's someone's going to heal. Pulling all the time in my legs, if that's what you call it. You have what? Pulling, you know. Pulling. pulling. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> the Lord knows. What was the word you responded to tonight? Uh, something with the ears. I've been having tinnitus in both ears for many, many years. Okay. And 
a little a little uh, hearing loss, but I don't. You don't have them. hearing aids, do you? Now I sh I do, but I don't wear them. All right, cool. Because if you come up here, and I'm gonna pray for years, take those things out, right? In the drawer. Right, five thousand dollars. I love your accent, by the way. I wish I had an accent like that. I could start a mafia ministry for Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Be good fellows and revival. Hey, <laughs> take one more step forward. Uh, nerve endings. If you suffer from shingles in this room, get up here. If you suffer from some sort of issue with the nerve endings, chronic pain, the Lord's going to touch you. Lift your hands. In the mighty name of Jesus, I come against the pullings in her body. I command them to go in Jesus' name. Spirit of pain, torment, loose in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. That one came right out of my chest. You see that? Oh, we just break the spirit of torment now in Jesus' name. I'm going to pray for Pastor uh, first. Uh, what are you responding to? The nerves. The nerves. 24 7 pain in my face and head. And oh, I feel the Lord on this. Lift your hands high to heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> the Lord's also uh, healing something with your bones as well. I don't know. Do you have like carpal tunnel, anything like that in your in your wrist or anything? No. no. There's someone. It's not you, is it, Pastor? Some sort of issue with the wrist? What am I feeling here, Lord? Whoa. Maybe it's just the nerves. Hey, in the name of Jesus, I command right now, nerve endings, receive the anointing right now. We just break off that torment, that chronic pain. Go in Jesus' name right now, right now, right now, right now. We just command it. Touch in Jesus' mighty name. This is not right. This is not right. This is a woman of God. This is a, a pastor, a woman of God in the kingdom. And, Lord, we just pray for complete freedom now. We command all pain go in Jesus' name. All pain go in Jesus' mighty name. We take authority. We release the anointing. We release the anointing. All right, just kind of hang out, okay? Keep hanging out. Bless you. Bless you. Um, what are you responding to? Because uh, 20 years ago, I fell. You fell. And, and so I was trying to go in because I was feeling not good. Mm -hmm. I was feeling my yard. Yeah. And uh, I was feel like I'm going to fail. All right, just put your hands right here on your chest. Oh, you got, yeah, yeah, it's you. It's you. I knew it. I was going to ask it next. You're being healed of that tonight in the name of Jesus. Uh, take another step forward. I'm just going to put my hand on your hand. I believe a bolt of lightning is going to go through you. In the name of Jesus, power in Jesus' name. Oh, I command your body be made whole. Whoa. Bring her back. Bring her back. Hallelujah. Do it again on your, on your. In the name of Jesus, power in Jesus' name. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Whoa. Do you need to sit down? Hey, whoa. <sighs> Touch in Jesus' name. It's getting drunk. See, we see this. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. That's the Holy Ghost, sweetie. That's the Holy Ghost. Sometimes it's just too much power. You get a little tipsy. Ikanamashambaya. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Here, ooh, right here, right here. Here it is. You feel it? You feel it? She feels it. It's going, isn't it? Thank you. It sometimes flares up before it goes. And that's just a reminder Satan, get in Jesus' name. In the name, I'm just going to sing to you, right? In the name of Jesus, his name is Jesus.
His name is Jesus. Uh-huh. Healing, healing, healing. Healing in the hands. Healing in the body. Healing in the hands. Just command all pain to go in Jesus' name. We command all pain to go. I can feel it. I can feel it. It's diminishing. It's diminishing. It's diminishing. I command it to go right now. I command it to go right now. Ooh. I command it to go right now in Jesus' name. Come on, saints, pray with me. I command it to go right now in Jesus' name. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. Pain go. Wrist be healed. Wrist be made whole in Jesus' name. What are you feeling right now as I'm praying for you? I'm feeling um, more like peace. More peace. Amen. That That's a... That's a manifestation, too. It comes. Now, are you feeling the diminishing of pain as I'm praying for you? Yes. Right now? Just squeeze my hand right now. In Jesus' name. What were the symptoms of the, the back of the head injury all these years? Um, well, um, I don't know. Yes, nothing, but um, I, I always touch my head like this. You always touch it. Some stuff back there. In Jesus' name. Whoa. Yeah. Now I feel the heat once again. I feel a heat wave. <sighs> Touch. Now, uh, just so you know, catchers, if they do go down on their own accord, go ahead and let them go down because Holy Ghost just wants to minister on them on the carpet. But if you don't go down, you don't have to, okay? I've seen plenty of people healed straight up, right? The important thing is just don't resist what God's trying to do. If the Holy Ghost wants to take you down, you don't want to resist that. I've seen people like, you know, like, I ain't falling. I'm like, well, you know, that's not the spirit to receive. Hey. Uh, can you guys wait one second? Just wait one second. Just hang out in the glory. Just worship Jesus. Uh, another back of the head issue? No, it's, it's, uh, it's the shingles, effects of shingles here, here, and then neuropathy from the diabetic issue. Lord Jesus. <laughs> is there something like, uh, is there something in the, the back of the head area, some sort of whiplash or something? No, no, it's just, uh, but the shingles were up here, and they went. The shingles are there, right there? They were oh, there? They yeah. They went. Okay. But and they were all over your body? Yeah, well, nerve damage, yeah. All right, come here. Take another step forward. Um, whoa, you feel that? Hey. <laughs> just lift your hands. Having a hard time talking, Pastor. Ah, just received. Jesus' name. Uh, someone's sinuses being healed right now. Someone's sinuses just being cleared out right now in Jesus' name. That's not you, is it, Lori? Come here. I've had nerve pain also in my neck. You're the one I'm feeling there. I, you, that word makes sense that I was just calling out there. I've had two whiplashes. You've had the whiplash. You see that? I knew I was hearing from God. It's just sometimes hard to sort of hone it in. I have to like hone it in, and it's a proximity thing sometimes. So, like, who is it? But I'm definitely hearing from the Lord that He's healing someone that's had multiple whiplashes injuries. And what was the other thing you just said? Um, oh, uh, just some sinus stuff. I've been working yeah. where I work. There's mold, and stuff. I can just feel it. I can just feel the Lord. <laughs> just lift your hands right now, Jesus. <laughs> Whoa. Ha 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 ha. Oh, Shandala Baba 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 Baba
<laughs> Bam! In Jesus' name, I command your body loose in Jesus' name. Be healed right now, right now, right now. I command the effects of the whiplash. Go in Jesus' name right now, right now, right now. And I command your sinuses just to be flushed in Jesus' name. Flushed out of all the mold and all the toxins and all the foreign agents. Bam! In Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. And I believe the Lord's touching your knee as well. Knee be healed in Jesus' name. You know what I'm talking about? The left one? That's what I felt. Yeah. Um, when I walk, sometimes I do this. Because hey. Yeah. I like that. Well, you're being healed. Go and be healed in Jesus' name. Oh, I don't know somebody. All right. Just hang out, guys. Don't leave yet. All right. Come here. Come here. Come here. Oh, I get a little weird in the anointing. Don't mind me. But uh, there's something about freedom, you know, and childlike faith. <laughs> and uh, it offends some religious people every now and then. Um, but uh, I, I believe the Lord's moving here, right? Hey, uh, what are you responding to? Sinuses. Sinuses. Okay, anything else? Three car accidents. Three car accidents. Wow. Fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia. Let's believe from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, healing. You want to believe in me for that? Just grab my hand. Close your eyes. In the name of Jesus. Touch. In Jesus' name. Oh. Wow, 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 wow. Let me see your hand, Pastor. Lord, we just pray for the spirit of might to come upon this man. The Lord says... Uh, it's given you Elijah's chariot, and you're going to do supernatural things in this season now. There's going to be an acceleration come upon your gifts. I see him coming on your writing gifts. I see them coming on your manufacturing gift in the spirit. Hey, I've never heard of that before, but you're going to be able to produce things at just a much higher rate in the days to come. And uh, I feel like there's even been this frustration in you because you have all this stuff in you, but the Lord's going to give you Elijah's chariot, and you're going to be able to go faster. You're going to be able to, to crank things out like never before. It's going to be supernatural energy. It's going to be no limitations on you. Hey, there's no limitations. All limitations are going out the door in Jesus' name, and you're just going to be filled with such an, a, an abundance mindset. and such. Not that you don't already have that, but God's going to expand the capacity for you to believe for his abundance even in your own personal gifts, even in what you've carried up to this point, and you're going to do abundantly above and beyond that which you've been able to ask or even think of because of the grace and the glory that's coming on your life for this season. And it's going to be supernatural productivity. You're going to get those materials in the hands of, I just see thousands of, I see thousands of students of revival and of prayer I see you like having a modern day, you know, like Andrew Murray with Christ in the school of prayer. I see thousands of students and you getting those materials in their hands and them getting strong in the spirit, strong in the spirit. And and uh, there's many that's going to call you Papa, going to call you Papa Rob, pa uh, Papa Robert. Hey, and uh, you're just going to uh, sow into them in apostolic kingdom teaching uh, uh, foundational ways in Jesus' name. So, Lord, we just bless that anointing, Lord. We, uh, we just thank you, Lord, for an anointing of wisdom uh, to know how to order his hands and how to order uh, different things in the right sequence and who to use, who to use. There's going to be some people you can't use anymore, 
And there's going to be other people that you do need to use. You do need to use. There's going to be wisdom to know rank and file in the army of God. We just bless that in Jesus' name. Bam. Uh, what are you responding to? So uh, nerve pain in the shoulders, neck, and going down this arm. Can I lay hands on your shoulders? Sure, yeah. Right, close your eyes. In the name of Jesus. <sighs> Touch in Jesus' name. Oh, shambhabaya. I command your nerves to be healed in Jesus' name. Take another step forward here. What are you responding to? I'm responding to a back that uh, ruptured two discs back in. Lower back, middle back, upper back? Lower back, but it's affected all the way to my feet. I get shooting pains in my feet a lot. And uh, You always shake like this, or is that the anointing? That's Parkinson's. Yeah, Parkinson's. In the name of Jesus. Come on, saints, pray with me. In the name of Jesus. Rebuke it in Jesus' name. Say, come out in Jesus' name. Lord, let there be a divine reversal in the brain. We're in the glory. <laughs> We're in the glory. There is So we pray, Lord, on the earth as it is in heaven now in Jesus' name. And, Lord, where there's been the crushing of the vertebrae, where there's been the shooting pain, we pray in the name of Jesus. Go in Jesus' name right now. In Jesus' name. I command it to go in Jesus' name. <laughs> what are you responding to? Well, you called out nerves. Uh, I have pain in my legs, but I actually I fell 50 feet off a bridge 48 years ago. And actually, I busted up my whole body. Yeah. I have a lot. I need a. You need that overhaul I was talking about. Yeah. Holy Ghost overhaul. Uh. You don't have the, the, the shoulder nerve pains, do you? No, I just prayed for someone that's got the shoulder nerve pains. There's somebody else that the Lord's touching, the chronic shoulder nerve pain. Is that you, sir? All right, come up here. Join the pastures. Hey. Oh, I'm just going to lay my hand on you, and we're going to pray from the top of your head to the soles of your feet that you would receive the anointing. Just receive the anointing and let the anointing drive out pain in Jesus' name. Come on, saints, believe with me. In the mighty name of Jesus, command all pain to go. Bam! In Jesus' name, go. In Jesus' name. <laughs> you felt that? Oh, I felt it too. A little bubble, huh? Hey! That was good. So so nerve pain, shoulders? Yeah, I fell and injured it. Yeah, yeah I'm the shoulder. You still feeling it? Do you feel it right now? Every day. You feel it right now, pain? Oh, yeah. All right, saints, come on. Uh. I called out that word uh, earlier about intimate areas being healed. The Lord's healing someone's intimate area tonight, right now. Receive that. If there's sin associated with it, repent, and the Lord will heal you. I'm telling you, I see sores. I see bleeding. I see it going in Jesus' name. Issue of blood, go in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. All right, so here's what I want you to do, sir. I want you to just go like this, okay? We're going to check it in a moment. Here we go, saints. In the mighty name of Jesus, I command the shoulder to be made whole now in Jesus' name. I command all pain to go in Jesus' name. Ha. 
power in Jesus' name. Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Pain go. Pain go. Pain go. In Jesus' name. And just so you know, whenever I pray and whenever I check, I never want to manipulate. I never want you to tell me something that's not happening. I'm just trying to be obedient to the James 5 model of Elijah prayed, and then he had his servant check. Elijah prayed, and then he had his servant check. And eventually, it was the cloud the size of a man's hand. That could be equated to a partial miracle, a partial healing. But we want to pray and check. Why? Because if you don't pray and check, it doesn't mean you're believing for anything to happen. You got to show God that you're believing for God to heal people now, not 50 years from now when we all got enough faith. Amen? Jesus has got enough faith for everybody. What now? Pain also goes up into my neck. All right, go ahead and move it. Move it. Just move it around in faith. Don't even think about it. Just move it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, oh. You have a sciatic nerve issue as well? I did. On your right side? It was the left side. The left side, I'm feeling it down to my right. Fusion, left. Uh, fusion. Uh, I had to have a fusion because the sciatic was so bad. Fusion down there. L4, L5 fusion. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you don't have any lingering symptoms still? No, no. It's Praise God for that. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right, so how's the shoulder as you're moving it? Better, but the... Like I said, it's all irritated and then the neck. Shoulders better. In the name of Jesus, command all irritation. Go in Jesus' name right now. Loose in Jesus' name. Command your shoulder and neck be healed. All right, we're just going to pray for a few more here, and then I'm going to transition, and I'm going to lay hands on everybody at the end. That's going to be fun, eh? So if you don't get called out by a word of knowledge, that's okay. God, I believe, is still going to touch you. Um, Go ahead and just stand over here if you could. And face me. Uh, what are you responding to? Uh, the sinuses. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, I feel this one. My throat. Yeah. Oh, I feel it. Lift your hands. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you feel it? Yeah. It's the Holy Ghost. Hey. I command fire on your sinuses in Jesus' name. <laughs> I command fire on your nose, fire on your breathing in the name of Jesus. No more drainage in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Bam! In Jesus' name. No more drainage. No more drainage. In Jesus' mighty name. Hey, 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 hey. You're shaking right now. Whenever I feel God's presence, I shake. Yeah, yeah. His presence. Yeah, I feel it too. Come on. Just hang out with me another moment, all right? You have stomach issues, digestion issues. What is it? IBS? What is that I'm feeling? Uh, a lot of stuff just doesn't stay down, doesn't agree with you? Um, after I went to India, a lot of things happened. Yeah. But his stomach happened too, but also spiritual things. Yeah. Well, put your hands on your stomach. The Bible says that's where the candle of the Lord is too. <laughs> we just pray. Power in Jesus' name. Oh, complete healing over everything that happened in India. In Jesus' name. And I decree and I prophetically declare that your stomach's going to work from now on. In Jesus' name, that issue's going in the name of Jesus. And uh, let your sinuses be healed. All right, come over here. Come over here. Right here. I'm afraid for this last one. Is this the last one? Okay, stand there if you could. You're just a catcher, right? I mean, you're not just a catcher. I mean, you're, you're, you're Superman. But I meant like you're not responding to a word, right? All right, face me this. Hey, well, what are you responding to? 
I wanted to just give God glory. When you called out sinuses for the first wow. time. Wow. When you called out sinuses for the first time. Yeah. Um, I got a minty and um, an aroma of menthol, and they all cleared up. Whoa. So glory. I didn't even lay hands on you yet. You just said it. Oh. Well, now I am. Glory to God. Lift your hands. <laughs> Whatever that is, the menthol anointing. Hey, I like it. Bam, in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a mighty shout. Hallelujah. That was fun. Oh, do you want me to preach from up there, Pastor? I probably should since this is all cluttered up here, right? Hey, can you help me out, brother? Can you just, like, hold that for a second? Hey, wow, wow, wow. Isn't God amazing, saints? Isn't he wonderful? I'm a little drunk, so I'm going to have to stay away from the edge. <laughs> stay away from the edge. Oh. <laughs> Noticeable difference from the last time I was here, huh? I'm telling you, God's on the move. Well, shambhabaya. Now, ushers, you may have to escort some of them back to their chairs because we've been seeing so many drunks. So many trunks in the service. God hits them with their power, and they get up, and they have to be led by the hand back to their seats. So praise God. All right, come over here, sir. As we're transitioning here, I just want to make mention of a few things. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but I do have three books with me here tonight. They're in the back. You can uh, check with Lori after the service. Um, she, she'll be there to serve you. Uh, this was my first one I wrote, so I've grown a lot. There's lots of things that have changed since I wrote this, but still a lot of encounters. These Basically, these first two books, these are my first two from several years ago. It's called Financial Glory for America, Israel, and the Nations, and Financial Glory uh, for the Believer. Okay, So I wrote this first one even before Trump uh, became president the first time, so there's a lot of revelation in there that was pertaining to that season. But ultimately, my testimony is that uh, I was in Alaska. I, I was born and raised in Alaska. And uh, I had lost my job in, in 2008. I was in the construction industry. I lost my job, you know, with the, the, the bottoming, bottoming out of the housing industry. And then I ended up as a janitor. I ended up as a janitor of the church. And then my spiritual father, who, who I came to travel with later, he came through my home church and was laying hands on people. <laughs> and he called me out. He said, you, I see my mantle on you. Come here. And he called me out. And then Literally, I went with him to the next city there in Alaska. Two weeks later, I was in South Korea, right on the border of North Korea, and Korea, and we had a revival that broke out that went three months. <laughs> so I was snatched up out of Hallelujah, having throne room, you know, porcelain or you know, throne room encounters, you know, scrubbing toilets, right? The wrong kind of throne encounter, right? Hey, and just thrust into a, a life of revival, you know. And uh, that revival was pretty amazing because it got so intense, they, they had to move it into the cancer ward of the hospital there in Seoul, Korea. That's a revival. Amen. Uh, and then the next year, I was in South Africa with him in which we saw another revival breakout in which for about a 48-hour period, both my hands burned with the fire of God. And there was not one person that I can recall, honest to God, truth here, witness, um, there was not one person that I can recall that I didn't pray for that was not instantly healed. Instantly healed when the Lord just rolled back all the darkness and created an open heaven in that little place in Durban, South Africa. So at that time, though, this is why I'm talking about this right now. At that time, I began to have some visitations from some financial angels. And uh, there are actual angels in the kingdom of heaven that work specifically in finances. They're like banking angels, right? 
And, uh, you know, Bob Jones had an, an encounter with an angel years ago when he was still on the earth, the international banking angel, uh, he called him. I had several encounters with these financial angels, and I was given several messages. One of the messages I was given was purity in the prophetic. In pretty much every place in the Bible where you find when a prophet would go off into divination and the, the, the prophetic river would become corrupt, there was always a financial component. So the Lord has brought me through the severe dealings of God uh, at the beginning of my ministry so that I would rely only on him. Only on him. I mean, literally, I have known what it has been like to get before the Lord every day and, Lord, and say, Lord, I need my daily bread. I need my daily bread. Lord, we need bread. You're the only one that can give it to me, and I need it today. <laughs> I don't have enough to store up for tomorrow. You know, just like the children of Israel, you can't store up for tomorrow. Only go out and get what's for today because it's your daily bread, right? And God will bring you through seasons like that so you learn to rely on him fully. <laughs> but it's not just learning to rely on him. It's being cleansed from every other means. It's being separated from every other means because, you know, the Bible says that when Eve was tempted of the serpent, the fruit was good. It was good for food. It was pleasant to behold, pleasant to the eyes. Just because it's good doesn't mean it's God. And there are so many prophets that get into all kinds of nonsense because they got the used car, car, car salesman anointing or whatever, right? <laughs> you guys follow me here? There are prophets that get into all kinds of nonsense because they can manipulate just a couple extra grand out of the offering. Come on, somebody. And uh, the Lord's taken all that out of me. He's crushed that all out of me. So I experienced a season of extreme supernatural provision, supernatural miracles. And then it's like the opposite happened where I experienced supernatural lack and supernatural suffering, but it was the same God in both. It's like the story of Job. It's like I feel like I've lived the story of Job last 10 years or so. Job's walking in supernatural abundance, supernatural anointing, I mean, supernatural favor, and then all of a sudden, in one day, it turned, and it was like it all went to hell in a handbasket, but he said, the Lord has given, the Lord has taken away, blessed be the name of the Lord. I find that interesting, because the Bible clearly says it was Satan that came and took. And I'm like, what, is Job confused whether this was Satan or God? No, the Lord told me that because Job had a revelation of who God was, that God was greater even than what Satan was doing. And that even what Satan was doing was operating inside the purview of God's dominion. And therefore, as long as he kept looking unto Jesus, as long as he kept looking unto God, it was going to all work together for his good. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> but Satan wants you to curse God whenever things go wrong. And there's many people that have prospered, even in the American church, but they did it you know, with 70% God and 30% of their manipulation skills or whatever, right? And then they put themselves in a place where when things really take a turn, they can't fully rely on God for their daily bread. And they end up cursing God or doing something else, right? So the point is, uh, we have a mighty harvest to bring in, and it's going to cost billions and trillions of dollars. I believe that with all my heart. Uh, the revival here in America, I believe, Places like this is not going to be able to contain the masses of people that are going to come out uh, to hear the gospel with power. It's going to go to the stadiums, and check this out. The Lord's going to have his Woodstock. The Lord's going to have its Woodstock. The billion soul harvest is upon us in Jesus' name. And 
I know we've seen millions and billions probably come in, you know, since then. But hey, why not another billion? Amen. I'll claim another billion. Praise God. <laughs> so I want to I want to tell you, though, some of these visitations that I've received from the Lord, it's not just, you know, hocus pocus prosperity gospel stuff. It's not just, you know, fluffy, you know, name it and claim it, you know, blab it and grab it. Money cometh unto me, this type of stuff. Right. <laughs> Some people have been around around long enough, they understand some of those references. I haven't even been around long enough to understand that reference. But I am a I am a uh, a voracious reader of, of 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 church history, so I know a lot of stuff I probably shouldn't. Um, but anyways, these books though, it's empowerment for the harvest, and it's hey, God's gonna raise up, He's about ready to raise up one of the most powerful glory companies that we've ever seen, and they have to be completely free of mammon. They have to be completely cleansed of, 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 of divination, the spirit of pythos. Amen? So I wrote these a few years ago. Um, when I wrote them, I was having the encounters. So they've matured more since then. And that's where this next book comes in, The True Riches of a Noble Heart. It's in sort of the same vein of, you know, I have this kingdom thing on me. And I talk a lot about the kingdom. But the last three years or so, the Lord gave me a commission and he said, Stephen, you've seen the power, and you've seen the glory, and you've seen revival, but you've seen a lot of foolishness as well. You've seen a lot of foolishness. And there's some people, because they're anointed, because they're powerful, because they got a big following, they spiritualize their foolishness. And there can be a marrying together of holy zeal and power and wisdom. There can be a marrying together of those things. Amen. I don't know if you've noticed, but in Isaiah 11:2, the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of might are in the same, you know, vein of the spirit of God, right? It's the same spirit. But I had to go on a journey where I committed myself to wisdom. I said, Lord, I'm going to grow in the riches, the true riches of a noble heart. Jesus said, if you have a noble heart, then your heart will have that soil that receives the seed and it will bring forth the 30-fold, 60-fold, the 100-fold harvest. Amen? So Jesus used that word, that terminology, the nobility of hearts. That's what it's based off of. It's based off of what Jesus said. And he said this, hey, if you're, he implied, Jesus implied, if you're faithful with the little, you'll be trusted with much. What is the? What was the little? I believe the little was the unrighteous mammon. He said, if you're faithful with the little, you'll be trusted with much. The true riches. So I get into true riches uh, in this book, but I tell you, I was telling pastor before service, I memorized a proverb or a verse from the book of Ecclesiastes like every week for two years. <laughs> and it has been so amazing because I can't tell you how many circumstances come up where I'm like, I got a prophet. I got a proverb for that. I got a verse from Ecclesiastes for that. <laughs> and there, <laughs> there's so many things, especially in the charismatic church that we do. It's just not wise. Let me give you an example. <laughs> My former mentor, spiritual father, he was very brazen to tell people, oh, yeah, I didn't have to wait till I was 50 or 60 to come into my inheritance. I came into my inheritance in my 20s, full inheritance, right? He had this big encounter about how because he had so much faith, you know, he wasn't going to have to wait a lifetime like most men, and he was going to just get all of his inheritance in his 20s. Well, I read in a proverb where it says the man that receives his inheritance overnight is doomed to lose it. And the Bible says that the Lord did not give the promised land to the children of Israel overnight. 
It was little by little. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to maintain and occupy what they had taken in conquest. Are you hearing me? <laughs> and there was actually a pastor, a precious leader that came along in my spiritual father's early development in the faith and told him such a word. Told him, you know, sir, uh, you don't have to have it all overnight. The children of Israel took the land little by little, and he rejected that word. He rejected that word, and today he doesn't have a ministry. This is serious stuff. It's a tragedy when God raises up men and women in great power and great glory, and they just throw it all away because of their foolishness. They just throw it all away because they have a spirit of Esau, and they just can't get past that bowl of porridge, that, that temporary, momentary uh, moment of pleasure in the flesh. But God would call forth right now a company of people that have fully embraced the cross. Amen? It's like even when they get up and speak or even when they get up and, and minister, it's like you can feel the splinters of the cross coming out through their message because they've been, you know, sleeping with that thing. Praise God. I'm talking about the cross. Praise God. Just to be clear. <laughs> hey, but anyways, uh, got some cool books, though. They're all glory books, you know, and if you buy two, you get one free, so that's enough with that. Hey, <coughs> how many of you guys are ready to get into some word here tonight? And then I'm going to pray for everybody. If you have your Bibles, uh, just go to uh, Hebrews 1 real quick. We'll start there, Hebrews 1. Hebrews 1, verse 7. You know where I'm going with this. Some of you do. Pastor knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> hey. So while you're there, just kind of put your finger there. Lord Jesus, we thank you for what you're doing tonight. We thank you for what you're doing right now in America and around the world. We just pray, keep pouring out your spirit, Lord. Keep pouring out your spirit. Keep releasing the power and the fire of the Holy Ghost. We pray, Lord, come with your fan in your hand and fan the flames. Fan the flames in Jesus' name. And I pray, God, even for this house, even for prepare the way. Wow, I didn't think about it, Pastor, but prepare the way, the John the Baptist anointing. Wow. Lord, we just pray that the, the fullness of the Spirit would be poured out on this place, be poured out on the leadership, that they'd be fully equipped to prepare the way. The way must be prepared here in Phoenix. The way must be prepared here in America. And I thank you that this house, God, this ministry is a part of preparing it. It's for part of preparing the way. Lord, we thank you for it. But Lord, as we open up our hearts to you tonight, we pray minister, Lord, your word to us. Feed us with fresh bread from heaven, Lord. Give us eyes to see. Give us ears to hear. Give us a heart to understand. Lord, what it is the Spirit would say to the church and the bride in this hour. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I'm going to like talk some scripture, but I'm going to mix in some stories here, some testimonies of what God's doing uh, recently. Because I found over the years that the Word is not just, you know, you don't just read it, but the Word's alive. Amen. It's living. It's the living Word. So uh, whenever we have encounters with the Lord, it's like His it's like his promises coming alive, amen? The promises of Scripture coming alive. So I've found over the years there's incredible power when you minister out of an encounter because it's a word that you haven't just heard, 
or learn, but it's a word that you're experiencing. Amen? And there's great power and authority that comes through experiencing the word. But it says in this verse here, and of his angels, he says he makes his angels, spirits, his ministers a flame of fire. In many translations, it uses the word winds for spirits. This is He makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. So um, lately in my life, I've been having uh, an open heaven. I've been having a visitation. And traditionally in my life, when I've had visitations, they don't just last for a few hours or a few days. They last for months, right? And I'm praying, Lord, let this visitation last for years. Amen. Um, but whenever I have a visitation, it's as if the heavens are opened. All the resistance is just pushed back. And I'm fully receiving what it is that God has for me. And I'm hearing very, very clearly. And uh, also, there's always help that comes from on high. Say help from on high. Lord, we want help from on high. We don't want to do it on our own strength. We don't want to have man's limited breakthrough. We want the fullness of heaven's breakthrough. <laughs> but, you know, I grew up in Alaska. And whenever we would make fires down on the beach, you know, the ocean, you didn't really need, you know, gasoline, you know, to make the fire big, you know, because there was so much wind coming off you know, like the open plains, basically, of the ocean, that uh, you just get that thing going a little bit, and you would have a bonfire before you could even blink because the winds are just just, uh, fueling that fire, right? And uh, the problem would be, hey, did we bring enough wood? This thing's burning through so much wood so quick. We need more wood. Go quick, kids. Go find some, you know, beech wood or something. You know, we're running out of wood. Um, But that's the picture that God gives us here when it talks about the relationship between when the sons of God, I believe that the ministers, I believe that you and I are his ministers, amen? I believe that you and I are his servants, the sons and daughters of God. When the ministers of God come to work with the angelic host, come to work with the heavenly host, there's this amazing thing that happens. There's this miracle that happens, and it's as if all the darkness is just pushed out and the heavens are opened, and where you had a little flame, a little flickering flame, all of a sudden it's like bonfire. That's what I feel like I've been experiencing lately. In some of these meetings I've been in, it's like bonfire, power. Oh, praise the Lord. Now, she's one I wanted to talk to, too. Uh, Ma'am, can you come here real quick? Just come up here. Yeah. You have a minute? Oh, can you have a minute? Okay, yeah, sure, go ahead. Um, I want to talk with her afterwards, though. Where was the other lady that fell down over here that I wanted to interview afterwards? I can't remember. There was somebody else. Um, but there's some, you know, how many of you guys know there's between healings and miracles, right? And a lot of times I can feel the miracles. I can feel the ones where it's done. So I know we've seen some miracles in here tonight. How many of you guys believe that? So please uh, let us know. Let pastor know. Let the leaders know. Let me know. Message me on Facebook. Hey, we're all connected nowadays, right? In some ways that's not good, but hey. We're all connected for the good, hey, or the bad, praise God. I say for the God, right? God's in it all, and he'll work it all out. Praise God. Um, but please let us know, because we want to rejoice with you, right? And forgive me for being so forthright sometimes. I know I just kind of, you know, put you out there and everything, and forgive me. <laughs> hey. Um, but I'm telling you right now, this verse, Hebrews 1.7, it's happening right now. It's happening right now. There is a fresh wind from heaven. 
that is blowing across the plains of the United States, that is blowing across the body of Christ. And I want to suggest to you that you put up your sails. I want to suggest to you that you catch the wind, <laughs> that you catch the wind, that you harness that wind, that you run with the wind, that you mount up with wings like that of the eagle and catch that current of the Spirit that's being poured out, that's being thrust from heaven right now. And uh, I'm telling you, there's things that you can do right now in this season that you couldn't do in the previous season. Now is a building season. Now is a harvesting season. Now is a running season. There was a time where Elijah had to stay on that hill with his head between his legs in a birthing position and praying. And it's stationary, and it's pretty quiet, and it's praying and checking and praying and checking. But eventually, the Lord switched the time, and he says, now it's time to run. Now it's time to, forgive me for speaking King James, but gird up thy loins and run. And, you know, you don't see it, but Elijah had his own chariot. Right, King Ahab had his chariot, okay, in in the natural, but Elijah had his own chariot in the spirit, and I believe he rode that thing all the way into Jezreel, and he outran the chariot of the king, amen. And that's supernatural acceleration. That I was prophesying over pastor here tonight, supernatural acceleration. Um, but I'm telling you, there's going to be things that you can do in this season that you couldn't do in the previous season because God has flipped the page. God has turned, he's changed the times and seasons, amen? Um, on this last tour that I went on, you see, I'm a circuit preacher. I like to sort of drive around. I drive as much as I can, um, you know, with horsepower in the car, right? So I see myself like John Wesley, you know, riding around on a horse, but I just, oh, sorry. <laughs> I just got a, a modern horse, amen? A modern chariot, hey. <laughs> so I drive as much as I can. And I'm a circuit preacher, so I go on tours. I don't just like to hit one place, but I like to go to multiple places on the same tour because it feels like you build momentum, right? It feels like it's something, it's like a snowball. It just keeps going and it keeps gathering speed and momentum and, and force. Uh, so I, I got in my car and I started to go on this Northwest tour uh, towards the uh, end of February. And I was actually, it was the middle of February. I was gone about three weeks. And I headed towards California from here, from this area. And the moment I crossed the border from Arizona into California, I pulled into this little crummy gas station, and uh, I'm pumping gas. And I didn't know it at first, but I was surrounded, okay, by all these brand-new black Cadillac Escalade SUVs. Did I say that right? Black Cadillac Escalade SUVs. <laughs> like a lot of things there. But I was surrounded by them, right? And uh, we are surrounded by a, a, a cloud of witnesses, amen? We are surrounded by the angelic, but sometimes we're not aware until the Lord just takes back the veil a little bit and reveals. And I'm telling you, that's happening right now. He's taking back the veil, and he's revealing, and he's revealing for a purpose so that we can move with heaven, amen? And this, this saying keeps settling in my spirit so that we don't have to settle for man's limited breakthrough, but we can have heaven's breakthrough, we don't have to settle for the ministry or the kingdom of Saul. We can have the kingdom of David. And what is the kingdom of David? The Bible says that the Lord established a throne with David that to this day, now and forever, Jesus himself is going to sit on. So we're talking about not a throne of David. We're talking about an eternal throne, an eternal work. We're talking about fruit that remains, fruit that lasts. Can I hear an amen to that? But uh, I didn't know that all these SUVs were around me until I pulled around and, and was going back onto the freeway and they all just pulled right in front of me 
all three of them, and led me out on the freeway. And I'm like, is there some sort of president or dignitary here that I don't know about? And the Lord's like, you're the dignitary. You're the ambassador. And I heard the voice of God so clear, Pastor. I'm going to send my angel before you on this tour, and you're going to have heaven's breakthrough on this tour. So, of course, I felt the little Holy Ghost, you know, like hairs, you know. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a good tour. Praise God. (laughs) So it was Exodus 23, 23, 2023, Exodus 23, 23. I will send my angel before you. I will make your way prosperous, and I will cut off. Say cut off. I will cut off your enemies before you. How about that? I'm telling you right now, it's one of the most frustrating things to try to get up and, quote, move in the glory or move in the anointing or move in any kind of gifting, and there's all this hindrance. There's all this hindrance of unbelief, hindrance of criticism, hindrance of he doesn't do it like my favorite, you know, glory preacher, whatever, right? Hindrance of this, hindrance of that. There's all these hindrances, but I'm telling you right now, there's like a sovereign move of God happening where it's like all those hindrances are just removed. Every demonic hindrance is just bulldozed out of the way as the angel of the Lord goes before you, and all the darkness is just pushed back. That's what I've been experiencing in my meetings. It's been amazing. Oh, So the first place I get to, Sacramento, California, I'm not even having a meeting. I'm just hanging out with my head intercessor, my friend named Catherine. And uh, I hang out with her, and I go to her church, and you know she's teaching like an intercessory course at her church. But her church isn't really spirit-filled. How many of you guys have ever been to one of those churches, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, Lord, you can do it, but they're not like fully in, right? I don't know about you. I'm fully in, right? <laughs> my fin- friend Catherine, she's fully into the things of the spirit, right? So she says, can I have a lunch tomorrow and invite some of my friends over? And I'm like, sure, let's have a lunch. And uh, you know how sometimes you're at a lunch and, and you're, you're, you're sitting there with people and there's certain things you probably shouldn't talk about, but you just end up talking about them, right? It's like Thanksgiving, no religion, no politics, no this, no that, no Trump. Hey, no, I'm joking. You talk about Trump all you want at your Thanksgiving. But hey, there's some Thanksgivings, you know, if you proceed at your own risk, right? <laughs> but anyways, I was at the table there and I was like, well, I probably shouldn't talk about this, and I probably shouldn't talk about that, and I ended up talking about it, praise God. So, (laughs) like right in the middle of like pie, I'm like, so did you know, ladies, that God wants to baptize everyone in the Spirit, (laughs) right, with tongues, hey. So, you know, in some places you say tongues, it's like you might as well, you know, have put on Satan's, you know, suit, right? (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right? But, uh, you know, I started laying it out line upon line, precept upon precept. I'm like, this is that which Joel prophesied, and this is not just for them, but this is unto you and your children, and as many as the Lord our God should call. So I'm laying it out, and I'm talking about this, and I'm talking about that. And these ladies are like, oh, well, that's interesting. And I remember one of them, she said, well, you know, I'm open to the things of God. I just don't want the fake. I want the real. You know, I believe God can work with that, right? God can totally work with that, as long as they're open. Amen? So, you know, this is one of the things that happens in revival, Pastor, and I've seen this before, and I'm seeing it again. God will come down and begin to work in your midst, and it won't be directly through you. It's like indirectly, right? It's because you showed up in that room, or you showed up in that meeting, or you showed up in that city. Just crazy stuff happens, 
And it's like, I didn't even lay hands on her, but God did something, right? You begin to see the sovereign hand of God begin to move and begin to do things even beyond your own prayer. Did you know that God doesn't necessarily need your prayer? Sometimes he just needs you to show up. Amen. Sometimes he just needs you to walk in the room with what it is you're carrying and he'll do the rest. Amen. That's not to say we don't pray and we don't do our thing, right? But there is such a thing as atmosphere. There is such a thing as anointing. There is such a thing as a mantle that you carry. Things will begin to shift and people begin to be touched just because you showed up. Amen. So my intercessor called me up the next day and she said, I have an interesting story for you. She said, I got a call from my friend that was at the lunch yesterday, and she woke up in the middle of the night speaking gibberish. (laughs) Now, that's all interesting, but before we left the lunch, I said, I have a vision. I didn't say it quite like that, but I, I said, you know, I perceive, right? I was choosing my words very carefully. I perceive that God is about ready to baptize a whole lot of people in the Holy Ghost and fire in America. And this is how I saw it in the vision. I just saw the Holy Spirit hitting whole uh, stadiums, whole crowds of people, whole churches. And it's like a Holy Ghost bomb just went off and everybody started all at the same time. I mean, just almost like involuntary all at the same time as the wave of Holy Ghost fire and baptism just rolled over multitudes of people. Oh, I don't know about you. I feel a lot of glory on that. Lord, do it, do it, do it. Hey. <laughs> so she gets up in the middle of the night and she's speaking gibberish. She's like, ah, never mind. I go back to sleep. But then she wakes up the next morning and she gets out her prayer list because she's on the intercessory team and she tries to pray in English, but she can't pray in English. So once I guess she got her English back, eventually she calls up my friend and's like, is this what that young man was talking about yesterday? And she's like, this is that, which the young man was talking about, right? So (laughs) leave it up to us to spiritualize every moment. Hallelujah. Oh, but isn't that awesome? And then this is what the Lord told me. He said, Stephen, this tour is going to be first fruits. Pay attention to the first fruits that I give you in this tour because the first fruits is only an indication of what you're about to see multiplied in an entire harvest as it comes in. So I'm like, all right, first fruits, I'm going to see multitude of people baptized, not only in the Holy Ghost, but in fire, power, and it's going to be the hand of God. It's not going to be because for 10, 15 hours, right? Of course, the Lord works through that at times, but I just prefer the Lord just, bam, just does it, right? Hey, so I go on from there to a place called Winston, Oregon. Again, it felt like all of heaven was coming down. That's where the two people from genital herpes was healed in one meeting. Uh, There was a man that got out of a wheelchair in that meeting. I haven't seen a wheelchair in years. This guy got out of a wheelchair, and uh, at the moment, his, his foot that was paralyzed, you see, whenever he would walk, his foot, because he had, like, no uh, motor skills with it, he would trip over it, right? He wasn't able to pick it up. He got out of his wheelchair, and he's picking it up, and he's having movement back in that, that foot. And the Lord opened up his ear, did so many other things. <laughs> um, there were so many miracle saints, so many signs and wonders, so many healings. Uh, I got to the Sunday morning there in Winston, and once again, I couldn't preach. It was just word of knowledge, healing, prophecy, power, the whole morning in an Assembly of God church in Winston, Oregon. 
I mean, guys, no, that's God. Amen. It was so powerful, but I'm still getting the testimonies back of all the people that were healed. I mean, people of blindness. There was a young lady. I'm trying to remember all the testimonies. There's so many. I have to just like, Lord, help me to remember. Um, there was young one young woman that I walked up to, and I said, the Lord's healing your eyes. The next day, she gave her glasses to her dad, and she says, Dad, these are blurry now. I can't see with them. So the Lord, she's either got to get a new prescription or she doesn't need them anymore. But the Lord healed her of like astigmatism, one of her eyes. I said, the Lord's touching your bowels. Apparently, she hadn't had a bowel movement in weeks. She had three the next day. So I've been getting a lot of bowel words. That's prophetic too. The Lord's cleansing us out. Hallelujah. And she was healed of something else. I mean, so many miracles, so many healings. So I go on from there to Spokane, the Spokane Coeur d'Alene area of, of Washington and uh, Idaho. It's all kind of the same area. And uh, to be honest with you, by the time I got there, I was feeling a little tired. You know, you know, some of us preachers, we get tired, right? And I know I'm, you know, full of the anointing and I'm energetic, but a every now and then it just gets to you. So, you know, whenever you have like 50 million meetings lined up, sometimes you have a temptation to kind of mail in a meeting from, you know, from time to time and be like, okay, I'm just going to do the bare minimum tonight, <laughs> and I'll come back strong tomorrow. I'm just confessing here, being vulnerable. I'm human like anybody. <laughs> but it was so funny because that night, the Lord showed up the most powerful I'd seen him show up yet. You know, <laughs> a lot of times I like to fast before I go in the meetings, right? Because I'm serious. I'm, I know I don't look like I fast, but I do. Just take it by faith. <laughs> I feast and I fast. Man, I'm rocking this, this thing so much. There's this big thing of water here, Pastor. Is that supernatural? Did I, like, fill up while I was preaching here? Hey, I'm sorry. I have to ask you. Now, if it turned to wine, that would be supernatural. But uh, it's like all this water up here. I'm like, is this supernatural? But no, there's a big cup in there. <laughs> Anyways, back to what I was talking about. Um, I mean, this is how much I mailed it in, right? The guy that usually fasts before the meeting. I went to Golden Corral before this meeting, <laughs> and I waited 10 minutes in line for the big steak, right? You ever been to Golden Corral on a Sunday afternoon, and it's like there's a line for the steak? I have waited in that line for the steak because it had been a long week, and I wanted my steak. So I didn't just have the steak. You know, I bypassed the broccoli, and I went right for the mashed potatoes and gravy. I mixed it in with a little macaroni and cheese. <laughs> oh, some of you are like, ew. Some of you are like, yeah. But it was a carb overload, and I was sweating, and it wasn't the anointing, praise God. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm having a, a rest. And I, and, and I went into the, the Coeur d'Alene meeting that night, and I was kind of mailing it in. But, man, the moment I got in the room, it was like those Holy Ghost hairs just whew, all standing up. And the moment I grabbed the mic, the angel of the Lord came down, stood next to me at the front, and it was radiating glory. Now, what do I mean by radiating glory? That's just how I describe it. But there was such a radiating epicenter of God's glory from the front. The first several people that responded to the word of knowledge, they couldn't even make it up to the front. They just fell out in the aisle. They just fell out at the edge, at like the fringes of the radius of the glory. And uh, this is what I saw that night. This is, you know, I've been using this language. He pushes back all the darkness. I saw the angelic host come into the room. And I don't even know how you push darkness, but they pushed all the darkness out of the room. I don't even know how that's possible, but they did it. They pushed it all out of the room. And I saw in a vision 
like all these strongholds, like these big, like metallic looking, nasty, demonic statues in the spirit. And I saw the angel of the Lord just bulldozing through them all and just, and uh, I saw names written on them, like unbelief, doubt, critical spirit, political spirit, religious spirit. They just all got bulldozed down. And now there was no hindrance, right? There was not only no hindrance between the people and God, but there was no hindrance between me and the people. And that's a lot of times where the hindrance is because if you don't receive the prophet in the name of the prophet, you do not get the prophet's reward. If you do not receive the vessels of silver that God sends, you don't get the gold. You don't get the glory. Are you hearing me? And that's why God dressed up John the Baptist the way he did. Because he knew that some people weren't going to be able to get past that. Right? And he wanted those who were really hearing, really paying attention to what the Lord was doing to, to receive the precious gold that God had put in that servant. Wow, I feel the anointing so strong right now. We just break it right now in Jesus' name. We say, Lord, let every hindrance to revival and the move of God in the greater Phoenix area be broken now. In Jesus' name, I pray, release the breaker anointing, Lord. Release the spirit of breakthrough in this place and just bulldoze through every stronghold, every hindrance to the move of God. In Jesus' name. But you know how in this verse it says that the angels are like the winds, the servants are like the flame of fire? When that angel came and stood at me that night, I feel like the gift of God, I call them glory gifts because they operate at a higher level, a higher frequency when the glory's in the room. My gifts just went shot through the roof. And it's like every person, it was like five, six, seven, eight, nine words of knowledge, rage or sharp accurate. A lot of times when I'm having a little trouble, like, okay, is it this person, that person? It's because there's some interference. And this may seem weird to some of you, but as a seer, I receive my words almost like a frequency in my body. I'm like an antenna in the spirit. And when there was, there's resistance, it can get a little fuzzy, and I have to use the gift of faith to kind of find stuff, right? Well, that night, it didn't require any faith. It was just like, bang, 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 bang. It was so powerful. There were so many miracles. There were so many healings. Um, this is another thing you'll see in revival is you'll see the sovereign hand of God begin to move on leaders, right? And the Lord will break down all those barriers of competition, all those barriers that say, hey, you know, I want to be the man that runs the revival. I want to be the church that runs it, blah, blah, blah. You know, a lot of times that's sovereign. Okay, a lot of times that's sovereign. The Lord sovereignly chose John Kilpatrick and Steve Hill and Pensacola. And, you know, hallelujah, there's a lot of other churches in Pensacola, but God chose that one for a unique work, right? And we say yes and amen. Come on, somebody. We say yes and amen, and we don't get an orphan spirit about us. and We don't get all been out of shape and all insecure and God doesn't love me as much as he loves John and Steve because God did work there. God's doing a work in me. Amen. God's doing a work in you. It doesn't have to be as visible. Okay. As everybody else's work or somebody else's work. You know, what does it mean to you? I'll tell you what God's doing with me right now. It means everything to me and I can be insecure, secure in what God's doing in me. And so can you, amen. But within just Within just, within like just a few days, I found myself at a table with these leaders, and then all of a sudden, my little meeting is being moved into 
the main hub for the international healing rooms under Cal Pierce in Spokane. Now, you know, several weeks before, I hadn't told you this, but there's this new angel that's been traveling with me. And I said, Lord, what about this angel? He said he used to work in the healing rooms with John G. Lake. And here I am two, three weeks later having my meetings moved into the main hub of the healing rooms. And I didn't lift one finger. I didn't make one phone call. I didn't knock on one door. It was just God that did it. Amen? So there was such a frenetic hunger and passion that within just a few days in the greater Spokane, Coeur d'Alene area that began to stir within 48 hours, with just 48 hours notice, we had about 600 people show up at the healing rooms. Went from a few, like 100 or so, to over 600. And it was mostly word of knowledge, or not word of knowledge, word of mouth. It was mostly just God's moving, get over here. So we ended up extending two days. God did great things. There was another team that came in from Bethel that they had scheduled to come in and minister from Bethel. And the pastor said, you know, God's moving, but I just don't feel right, you know, canceling them last minute, you know, so we can continue. So I had a little bit of a test there. I said, am I going to push? Am I going to prod? You know, am I going to push in for this and say, you're going to miss God, brother, if you cancel me and bring in this other team, right? I'm telling you, you have these tests in revival. But let me tell you something. God's bigger than all that. And uh, God is going to deal with our FOMO. He's going to deal with our fear of missing out. Because with what's happening right now, trust me, there's going to be plenty to go around, I believe, for a long time. There is something about take advantage of your moment. There is something about Ecclesiastes 9-11, time and chance, opportunity, come to them all, take advantage of it when it comes. But there's also something about, hey, I don't have to get outside of my character because I have a fear of missing out because I don't believe that God's big enough or good enough to give me another opportunity with the right circumstances with the different you know, group of leaders in which we can push this into the extended meetings that God's going to push it into. Are you hearing me? So here's another test that we'll have in revival. Can you maintain and be a man of character, a woman of character, a woman of God, a woman of godly character and integrity, even though revival's breaking out and emotions are, are running you know, high, right? And other people are beginning to get outside of their character. Can you stay within your character? Because like I said before, there is all kinds of foolishness all kinds of ungodliness, all kinds of sin that is spiritualized and justified in the name of revival, in the name of the move of the Spirit. And I'm telling you, God is big enough to put together the right set of circumstances, the right leaders in which I don't have to manipulate, I don't have to put prod, I don't have to push my way in, take stuff. God's big enough to put it all together you know, to have these places, because this is what's happening. I believe he's going to come down. He's going to stir the waters, just like the angel came to stir the waters. And there's going to be pools that open in which the power of God will be continually poured out in certain geographical locations for weeks and months and even years. Are you hearing me? There'll be more than 100 locations in which the angels would come and stir the waters. And it's as if whoever got into those waters when those waters began to stir was healed. That's what I saw in Coeur d'Alene. That's what I saw in Spokane. That's what I've been seeing these last 
several weeks. I've seen the angel come and stir the waters. And in that moment, everything happened. In that moment that all the resistance was broken by the power of God, everything happened. How many of you guys are ready for it? Now, I know we're already up almost nine, but I'm going to give you one more point, and then I'm going to be done, I promise. It says here in uh, Matthew chapter 3, verse 1, Behold, I sin, or excuse me, let me go back up here, Matthew 4, or it is Matthew 3, forgive me. Matthew 3, 11 through 12, it says, I indeed baptize you with water under repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit fire. It's like, you know, Pastor, no matter what I preach on, it seems to always somehow tie back into the spirit power of Elijah. It's like I'm trying to just preach on working with angels, and here we are. It's an Elijah scripture. Hallelujah. He will baptize you. Of course, this is John the Baptist talking, right? He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So the wind and the fire, the power, amen? The thrust from heaven and equipped with power to actually do the work Complete the great commission and bring in the great harvest. Amen? Now listen to this. He's not just going to stop with the baptism of the Spirit and fire. No. The Bible says in verse 12, his winnowing fan is in his hand. He's coming with a fan in his hand. And I'll tell you what I saw in the Spirit, Pastor. When this angel stepped in the, the, the meeting in Coeur d'Alene, I saw the angel who was like a fan in the Lord's hand. And I saw their wings going, and every time they went, I got 10 more words of knowledge. And every time they went, I got 10 more words of knowledge. And then they went, and I got another prophecy for this person over here. And, and I got another prophecy for this person over here. And it was like that all night long. And I'm like, Lord, I have never thought of an angel like a fan in your hand. Show me another scripture because I'm a Bible guy, right? And the Lord's like, how about Revelation 1.20? <laughs> the mystery of the seven stars, which you saw in my right hand, the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels. There they are, the angels in his hand. The angels as an instrument in his hand. Do you see it? Now, I don't have time to get into the whole teaching, but I'll just sort of throw out the last little nuggets like this. The Bible says... That concerning John the Baptist, I will send my messenger before your face, Jesus. The word messenger, when it's quoted in the Old Testament by Isaiah, is malach. It's the Hebrew word for angel. In the New Testament, when it's repeated, it's angelos. It's the Greek word for angel. So wait a minute. Is John the Baptist an angel? What's going on here? Most of the time it's used for angel. But in that case, it's specifically referring to John the Baptist. So what is the mystery? I believe here's the mystery is the messenger ministry that prepares the way for the coming of the Lord. It is a combination of prophetic ministry and angelic ministry, both. It is when the two come together as a mighty instrument in the Lord's hand, and the Lord begins to strike nations with the power of God. The Lord begins to strike meetings. You see, because without the agency of man, God cannot in the earth, and he will not. I don't mean he cannot because he doesn't have the power, I'm saying he cannot because he will not because he has decreed the agency of man in the church. He has decreed the ecclesia of his body in the earth. Are you hearing me? But we were never called to do it alone, just like Jesus never did it alone. 
He said, from henceforth, from now on, you're going to see the Son of Man, heavens opened, angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. What's that mean? It means everywhere I go, I'm carrying the open heaven with me. I'm not doing this alone. There's no resistance. There's no interference. The angels are freely coming. They're freely going. They're freely going. They're freely coming. Why? They're not getting plugged up with the Prince of Persia in the second heaven. Are you hearing me? And even if that happens, the Lord will send Michael and dislodge him in Jesus' name. But we're talking about an open heaven, constant angelic activity, not just the agency of man, but the combination of the people of God and the angelic host coming together as a mighty instrument in God's hand to strike this nation with power right now. And that's what I'm seeing happening. The last scripture that I would quote to you would be 2 Samuel 5. The Bible says that the Lord told David, don't you dare move forward until you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees. <laughs> so what kind of army marches in the tops of mulberry trees? It's an angelic host, right? Let the angel go before you to make your way prosperous, to cut off your enemy. Now listen to this. The Bible says, don't go until that angelic army goes first. And then in the very next verses, the Bible says the Lord struck the camp of the Philistines. You see, there it is again. It's like a mighty weapon in the Lord's hand. He takes that angelic, okay, with the sons of God. He takes Hebrews 1.7. He he's making his angels winds, his ministers, his servants, his sons, flames of fire as a mighty instrument of supernatural acceleration in his hands. And he's striking the camp of our enemies. <laughs> he's going to strike the giant of cancer in America. He's going to strike the woke giant in America. He's going to strike the giant behind sexual abomination, gender fluidity, confusion, witchcraft that has arrested the minds of millions. He's going to strike that giant <laughs> with the mighty instrument in his hand, and he's going to cut the head off that thing, and millions are going to be delivered by the power of God. <laughs> And in a moment, they're going to be severed from those demons that have been fueling those ungodly, unnatural affections in their bodies and in their souls. And they're going to be restored with a clean conscience, being washed in the blood of Jesus before the throne of God. And they're going to have their conscience awakened unto God. And they're going to say, this is right and that is wrong because Jesus saved me. And this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Amen? We're going to see the most woke, the most radical lieutenant in Satan's woke army be delivered like Paul the Apostle was. And the Lord is not going to be all gentlemen about it. He's going to strike them off their horses, just like he struck Paul the Apostle off his horse. Are you hearing me? How many of you guys ready for the raw power of God? So, once again, first fruits. That's first fruits, Pastor. We had a group of young people in Winston. They all started to shake under the power of God as I was preaching. They all started to shake under the power of God. And then they got up out of their chairs of their own accord, started following me around and praying for people. 
as the power of God was breaking out in an Assembly of God church on a Sunday morning just three weeks ago. And the Lord said, there it is, first fruits. I'm about ready to pour out. I'm already pouring out. The Lord's pouring out in Asbury. He's pouring out in Lee University. He's going to keep pouring out on young people. Are you hearing me? Have no fear. He's going to hit the Joshua's and Caleb's too. Amen. Anybody that's hungry, you're young in spirit, right? So you can claim it. Don't feel like I'm leaving you out. But there is something significant about the young people. Lonnie Frisbee was a young man. He came together with Chuck Colson, an older man, and they formed a mighty weapon in the Lord's hand. And we need both, amen. We need the Papa Roberts. Hey, that could be prophetic. Papa Roberts, hey. Did I say Roberts? Like Evan Roberts? Hey. We need the Papas, but we need these young, radical hippies that the Lord's going to raise up. There's going to be some of them. They're going to come into the church missing body parts. They're going to come in literally eunuchs, ready to do the Lord's bidding as burning and shining lamps of revival as a brand new generation of Daniels. Some of them are suicidal right now, but they're going to throw off the spirit of suicide because they're going to find purpose in Christ that is even beyond their sexual organs. (laughs) And there'll be some that grow them back in the meeting. Amen. But for those that don't, they're going to find purpose that's even greater than what they've lost, and they're going to make Satan pay for everything they took from them. (laughs) They're going to make Satan pay for the family that they stole from them. Are you hearing me? They're going to make Satan pay for the children they took from them, took from their bodies when they had them under this woke nonsense and put them under the knife. How many of you guys believe that? Come on, shout hallelujah. I'm going to be done. It's nine. Sorry, Pastor. Hey. So what I want to do now is I want to pray for people. How many of you guys want prayer right now? If you need to go, God bless you. I won't be, you know, too offended if you walk out. No, I'm joking. Hey. I won't be offended if you walk out, but I want to pray for people. So normally what I do, Pastor, is I have lines. I like lines, shoulder to shoulder. So if you want prayer, just go ahead and come out of your seat right now. Go ahead and just begin to form lines up here. If I could have ushers help me. That would be great. We can use other space, too, if we need to. If we can get two lines, hallelujah, just make sure no one hits their heads. Pastor, you have anything to say before I start praying for people? All right, hallelujah. I don't know if someone wants to play for me or we want to play music in the back. Whatever you want to do, I'm good. (laughs) But, Lord, we come before you tonight. Come on, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Stir it up, stir it up, stir it up. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead and fill in these spaces here, shoulder to shoulder. I'll start over there, ushers. I'll need at least three able-bodied men over there. Lord, we pray even here tonight, Lord. Release your power, I pray, in Jesus' name. (laughs) Release the power of the Holy Spirit. And I pray that these men and women would be like a mighty instrument in your hand, God. (laughs) I pray that they would be the weapons of your warfare that are mighty for the pulling down of strongholds, in Jesus' name. We pray, God, for the tearing down of strongholds 
I'm going to start over there for praying. He's gonna do worship or something. Gotcha. Oh, he's gotta go. Come here, sir. Make room, ladies. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray. Use them. Fire in Jesus' name, Holy Ghost. Hey, come on, keep praying. Fill this place with your hunger. The sounds of your hunger. Release it, release it, Lord. Release that healing anointing. Come on, keep praying. Power in Jesus' name. Power in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost. More, 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 more. Power in Jesus' name. Power in Jesus' name. Don't worry, we got, we got catchers behind you, ladies. Don't worry. In the name of Jesus. Power in Jesus' name. Power in Jesus' name. Power in Jesus' name. Power in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost. Whoa. Power in Jesus' name. Someone's being healed in their ears right now. Someone's being healed of ringing and damage to the ears right now. Receive it, ladies. Receive it. He's come to bind up the brokenhearted. He's come to bind up the brokenhearted. See the Lord pouring oil all over your heart. All over your heart. <laughs> hey, he's healing you. He's healing you. He's going to make you so whole from the inside out. You are precious in his sight. He's your father. He's your husband. He's your Boaz redeemer. He loves you so much. He would never hurt you. He would never betray you. He would never walk away from you. He would never run out on you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And uh, the Spirit of God would come on the inside of you and cry out, Abba, Father, Abba, Father, you have a heavenly Father. And he would never leave you. He would never forsake you. And we just pray power on this young lady tonight. <laughs> power on her life in Jesus' name. Kushambrakaya. <laughs> Cutting the bonds of the past in Jesus' name. <laughs> power in Jesus' name. Bam, in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost. Ha, 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 ha. Bam, in Jesus' name. Whoa. He's behind you. Power in Jesus' name. Don't hold him up if he's going down. Let him go down. Hey. Bam, in Jesus' name. You guys, you ushers, don't hold him up if they're going down. 
Oh, prophetic tongues, prophetic fire on you, young lady. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Pentecostal glory on you. Holy Ghost. I have sinus. We're going to pray for it right now. In the name of Jesus. No, no, I get it, I get it. No, thank you for telling me. I command right now sinuses to be healed. I command right now kidneys be restored, internal organs be restored. I command spirit of death and cancer, go in Jesus' name. Loose in Jesus' name. Power in Jesus' name. Oh, Shandarabaya. I like that. It's like a chalice of glory. <laughs> Whoa. Bam! In Jesus' name. Power of God on you. In Jesus' name. Power in Jesus' name.
protection in Jesus name circle protection over you in Jesus name you will not fall prey uh, to some of the the victimization of young couples today but you will be strong because your marriage your union has been born from above in Jesus name God has brought you together and uh, no man's going to separate you no devil in hell is going to separate you but you're going to have a common vision. It's going to be a co-mission, a co-mission, a common mission. I see you guys at times doing mission work together. I see you crossing borders. I see you ministering to the poor. I see you ministering to the underprivileged. I see you ministering to the broken. <clears throat> I see you touching every nation. Every nation, God's going to open to you many nations, many tongues, many kindreds, many families of the earth. And it's not going to matter what color of skin you have. You're going to have a supernatural just peace, shalom from the Lord. It's going to be a shalom in the house. You're going to be able to impart that peace wherever you go. I see you walking into stormy situations and just imparting the supernatural peace of God. Even where you're at right now, you're going to impart that peace, and it's going to, it's going to break uh, tormenting fear. I see you be given assignment against tormenting fear in the name of Jesus. Just remember that as you impart peace, preach the gospel of peace, because soon Satan shall be crushed under uh, the Lord's feet because of the gospel of peace the proclamation of the gospel of peace. So you just declare that wherever you go. You declare that wherever you go. And at times, people may throw it back in your face, but they're going to receive impartation in Jesus' name. I bless you in Jesus' name.
where you continually uh, look into the mirror and see the Lord. But when you see the Lord in the mirror, you see the Lord in you. And that's how you're going to go from glory to glory. <laughs> but uh, the righteous are as bold as lions. There's a lion inside of you. There's a boldness in you, a righteousness. Hey, and we just thank you, Lord, for that boldness, Lord. <sighs> Ooh, I feel fire. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, we pray fresh fire, Lord, on her life, a fresh tenacity, Lord, in Jesus' name, to never give up, to never surrender, to never give in, to never agree with the enemy, no matter how hard it gets, in Jesus' name. You will agree with the report of the Lord, no matter how devastating the other report may seem, no matter how firm it may feel. You shall agree with the Lord's report, and you will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. You will not faint because you believe that in Jesus' name. I bless her, Lord. Whoa. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. Jesus' name. Power, Lord. <laughs> Whoa, such a sweet presence in here, huh? <laughs> Bam. In Jesus' name. It can be sweet and bam. <laughs> Here. Yeah, thank you. What what has God done in you, ma'am? Is there has there been any change that you've noticed? And you could be completely honest with me. He healed what we talked about. He, he healed it? Oh yeah. He healed it, Pastor. Your neck, right? Your neck or your back of your head, right? What's it feel like now? We we had talked about the back of my head, my ear, and my foot. He healed all that. Oh, he healed all of it. Wow. <laughs> can you please message me online or send me an email? There's a card back there, an orange card. You can take that card. Uh, anybody can take those cards back there. It's got all of our contact info. If you could send us the testimonies of what God did tonight, we would love to rejoice with you. Come on, give me a Holy Ghost high five. Come on, give the Lord a mighty shout. I told you. <laughs> did I tell you? I could feel the miracle anointing on that. There's somebody else. Uh, I can't remember who she is, but just everything happened in your body tonight in Jesus' name. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Sorry, I'm kind of lingering here. Take another step forward here. 
in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, release it, release it, release it, release it, release it, release it, release it. Power in Jesus' name. Oh, shambaya. Sorry, I shocked people sometimes with that. Oh, touch in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost. All right, ushers, I guess we'll just keep pinging until we get down to the last one, and then the last one will be the first is last, right? Hey, the last is first. Hey, in the name of Jesus. Oh, ooh, there it is. I feel fire. Power in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost. Wow, I feel real fire on you. You feel that? Yeah, I feel that. Do you need a miracle in your body or something, or you just like the fire? I just like the fire. Hey, take another step. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like shooting off my fingers here. Hey, bam, ho, oh. <laughs> whoa, 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 huh. All right, uh, who am I praying for next? We got two more ushers. All right, come over here. Come over to Clear Pastures. All right, while well, y'all are under the anointing, go buy all my books. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no divination in Jesus' name. The joke. <laughs> oh. Wow, 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 wow. You're a rock, sir. Hey, you're a rock. You're a rock not only for this church, but for your family. And the Lord just wants you to know tonight that it makes a difference. It makes a difference. And I believe there's those that you've invested in. I believe there's those that you've sowed into. It feels like you have not received a full return on everything you sowed into them. But the Lord says you will. You will. And just know that your faithfulness over many years, not just as a man of God, but as a man, your faithfulness as a man, it makes a difference in more ways than you know. And we just pray, Holy Ghost, fire in Jesus' name. Power in Jesus' name. Bam in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost. Come here, Marky Mark. <laughs> Whoa. This is just first fruits, Phoenix. First fruits. <laughs> You're called to prepare the way. Keep preparing the way. Keep having glory schools in the middle of the week. It'll turn into a glory year. Hey, hey, hey. Power in Jesus' name. Fire in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just thank you. For fresh power, Lord. We thank you for the gift of faith. Use the gift of faith, I feel the Lord saying. Hey, oh, Lord, I just love this couple, God. I love this, this ministry, Lord. The faithfulness, Lord God. The, the years of faithfulness. The, the stability. You are like a rock that will not be moved. You are like an anchor in this uh, place here. Oh, there's been storms, and there's been people that you've known that, of course, that have not stayed anchored in Christ, but you have not allowed that to move you. You have not allowed that to move your heart and to lose faith and to lose hope. There's some people, they, they see people that they love go so far away from Jesus, and they lose their own faith when they see that, but you have not been like that. No matter what you've seen in ministry, you've continued to grow and your love, uh, not just of God, but your love and, and acceptance of people. And you've kept your heart open, uh, even to what God will, will do through people. Hey, so I just really believe that you're not going to miss out on anything that he has for you. 
you're not going to miss out on anything that he has for you. That you're going to be fully open to everything that God has for you and the Christ with this move of God. And there's some people they're not going to be. They're closed down to the new move of God because of issues of the heart they have not dealt with. But the, I just feel the Lord saying so strongly, that's not you. That's not you. You've done well to take the issues and say, Lord, here it is. Change my heart. Here it is. Help me with this. Here it is. I'm struggling with this, Lord. I lay it down. I lay it down before you. Help me, Lord. And I feel you carry his heart, and you're not going to miss out on anything. I feel, I see something of the connection of Israel, something of the call to bless Israel, to bless Jerusalem, to bless my people Israel. I see a real just messianic anointing, for, for lack of a, a better term, uh, in this place. Wow, 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 wow. And uh, the Lord says he's going to use you to reach even some, some Jewish people in the days to come. Some people that do not know their Mashiach, that do not know their Yeshua, their Messiah. So, Lord, we just bless that work. Ooh, there it is. There's the fire. You feeling the fire right now? You feel that? It's coming on you right now. Hey. May you reach uh, the descendants of Abraham, and may you reach the descendants of Ishmael as well. In Jesus' name. May there be a radical deliverance and healing anointing on your life from this day forward. Hey. And I see people being radically set free from hostile religious spirits uh, that come across your wake. In Jesus' name. Hostile religious spirits. We just pray. Fire in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray fire on this woman of God. And we pray healing in Jesus' name. Healing in Jesus' name. No more pain in Jesus' name. No more chronic pain. We command it to go. In Jesus' mighty name. Wow, I felt that fire, Pastor. You felt that? It's moving. Isn't God awesome, saints? Come on, give the Lord one more mighty shout. Wow, 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 wow. Lord, we just seal this time in the Holy Ghost. We thank you for everything that you've done, Lord. The healings we've received, we will keep our healing in Jesus' name. We will not allow any doubt to enter in, to doubt what God did here tonight. God did it. It's settled. It's established. It's done. Satan, you can't have it back in Jesus' name. You can't put it back on me in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we just thank you for the global outpouring that's happening right now. And we thank you that God shall not pass Phoenix by. God shall not pass Arizona by. In fact, Arizona will be one of the leading states in it. And this will be a place that will host the glory of God. This will be a place that will host the manifest presence of God. Get ready, get ready in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you so much, Stephen. Give him a hand. Wasn't that awesome tonight? I want everybody to stand up. You know, every, you know when, when, when God moves like he moved tonight, it deserves a response. So could everybody stand up? I want you to pray this prayer with me tonight. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, I re
the impartation of glory. I receive the impartation of revival. I receive the impartation of signs, wonders, and miracles in the name of Jesus. We embrace it. We take hold of it. We receive the wind of the Spirit, the winds of And Father, we thank you, Lord, for the streams of glory that are flowing out of me. The streams of glory, streams of miracles, streams of healing, streams of signs and wonders. Let them flow out of me and let the winds of revival flow from this place in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. God bless you. We will see you Sunday morning.